Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And every day, people ask us, how do you do what you do? How do you, after 40 years, lift horse legs? How do you wrangle dogs? How do you keep cats from scratching your eyes out? How is it that you are not just mentally capable, but physically capable of doing the uh, gymnastics that it takes to make a difference in the lives of the animals that we have the privilege of working with every day. Well, we, we learned a lot about this through trial and error, that's for sure, because uh, injury does uh, refocus you. Well, it is, it is true, <laughs> and I was actually glancing at a post today of someone saying how they sacrifice their bodies for treating their clients' horses who come to them in you know, significant trouble. They have a rehab facility and how they now have to recover because they were willing to put themselves at risk. And I herniated a disc putting myself at risk. Dave has been broken and bent, what they say, bent folded and mutilated during the course of activity. And every single rider, equestrian, that we know has taken stress onto themselves in order to preserve the animal that they're working with. And often the better the rider, the more they sacrifice themselves to get a really good ride. And it really but basically comes down to you, you need to know when you got to take care of yourself. Well, and if we go to our canine, I cannot tell you how many clients come here and we wonder, are you walking the dog or is the dog walking you? And I will say that at the elite athletes, some of the best bite work dogs and their trainers, some of the best agility dogs and their trainers, and you will see that when they're not working, the relationship becomes somewhat detrimental to the well-being of the human element. So what can you do to make it a better experience? And you've got to focus on yourself once in a while and figure out, hey, what, what, what's expected of me? Or what do I expect of myself? Because then you have to realize if you're going to do 10 horses a day, 15 horses a day, 20 horses a day, 30 horses a day, you have to have a fitness capability to handle that. And that doesn't mean, oh, just because I do it every day, that means I'm in shape so I can do it. That's not true at all. Not even close. Because what happens is just like, just like runners, if they don't work their upper body, then there is an imbalance between the upper body and lower body because the running increases the strength in their legs and low back, but the upper part of their body suffers. And that imbalance, it's always the imbalance is where you get hurt. When I was way back in doing my internship back in chiropractic school, we worked with some of the uh, local uh, sports teams. And it got to the point where we could predict injuries where they would happen in certain players because of the imbalance that we noticed 
from their right side, left side, or upper and lower bodies. And we see that every day. I mean, my uh, offspring would say to me, you're no fun to go to the beach with, because she was like, look at that pronation, there's gotta be a hip problem. And as opposed to, wow, what a nice body or nice suit. Uh, so once your eye is trained, the thing is, it's all about working yourself in a way that works for your life. And there are absolutely no excuses to be able to be better than you are today. We're not saying, although we have committed to an hour every day, and we have gone to gyms, and we have hired trainers, and we found that anything is better than nothing. If you spend a minute doing a plank, that's better than not doing one. So set your expectations for yourself realistically and keep setting wins. As my, as my friend uh, Steve Kavrienko says, better is better. Simply that. Better is anything more than you're doing right now to respect the arm that holds the leash, the hands that hold the reins, the butt that sits in the saddle, the feet that are carrying you forward. Every single part of you requires the same degree of attention that you give to that for your canine equine athlete. In the horse world, we just see it way too often. We've got trainers that want to be doing this their whole life. They're 20, 25 years old, and they're already broken. How are they going to do this for another 35, 40 years? How are they going to do this unless they start taking care of themselves and start focusing on themselves? They're some of the best riders we know, they have a trainer. They, they work out every day. They do the things to keep themselves physically fit in order for them to be able to best accomplish their tasks. And it is mind, body, spirit. And it is having a coach, whether it's a virtual coach, whether it's a, you're listening to a podcast, so obviously you're willing to allow new thoughts in. What if you allowed a new action in? What if you started your day, and, and I was motivated by this this morning when uh, we I feed the uh, rescues outside and I make sure that there's as little dust on the ground as possible so they consume their hay versus the dirt. And we use a blower. I thought the blower didn't work. So I thought, wow, get out the broom, and now it's cardio. And now when I'm using left hand down, switch right hand down, I've now created an exercise for myself that I don't have to do later because I can get my heart rate up, I can get things accomplished, I can balance left and right. How you frame your mind about how important it is to incorporate getting better in all of your activities, it's, it's how everything else follows, first in mind, then in body. And when you bring it up to an importance level, you get it done. Because a lot of people, you'll, have, you'll come up with a million excuses why you can't do it. Oh, I already get up too early. I already do this. Or, just forget the excuses. Because when you get hurt, you're going to have a reason now you can't work or now you can't do what you wanted to do because you're hurt. 
So, and, and this is one of the things that happens with all the time with people come to us and go, oh, I hurt myself. What exercises can I do? This is not the time when you start exercising. You don't exercise because you're hurt. You exercise to prevent that injury. And when you're hurt, you need to take the time to recover. And there are things you can do to help speed it along, but that doesn't mean you're gonna to go to the gym and start working out. Well, and it's so funny because uh, when we look at, oh, my shoulder hurts, and we'll look at a human and go, well, you're only working you know, 24 bones in your feet and you're only walking on one of them. So your body's already pushing itself forward. So your lower back is afraid you're gonna fall on your face. So it locks up, tightens up your upper back, your shoulder rolls forward. And now you think you have a shoulder problem. You've just missed the first 27 things that happened to create the last compensation that finally gets to your conscious awareness. I sound familiar? I. I'm guaranteeing you. How many times do we have people come to us? Oh, I just did this and all of a sudden I'm, I'm injured. You know, it's not that just that one thing that happened. It's a 50 things that led up to that. Last straw. That you didn't pay attention to. It's not the most important straw. It's just <laughs> the one that got your attention. So what we're inviting you to do is begin to find simple ways, daily ways in the barn you can, and, and I watched Dave show this to someone yesterday, it, where they're walking through the doorway, putting their elbow at a 90 degree angle and walking through to create a stretch along the pack and walking out and then putting their elbow and walking back to create a stretch along their lat. Wow, you go in and out of doorways. You can incorporate a three second attention to that upper back, a way of letting your scapula, your shoulder blades know that they have a role. And there is on the website, and if any of you send me your um, email, I'll give you a link. We have the exercises available for you on the website so that you don't need help, so that you can look at what options there are to simply incorporate during your normal daily activities. Fully support you going to the gym, fully support you doing online programs. A lot of my good friends are online coaches. And all of them take breaks during the day to take a three minute, four minute, six minute, focus on themselves and reboot so that you have the strength and agility to keep moving throughout the day. Yeah. And you know, get with a program, any program that works for you and something that you can continue with. Because one of the things that we ran into is we, we'd started off going to the gym and Wendy didn't like going to the gym to begin with, but we started off going to a gym. The problem is that doesn't work when we travel out of town because that gym doesn't go with us. So we had to come up with a program specifically that we could design, that we could take with us no matter where we were, whether we were in a hotel room, whether we were in an RV, whether we were outside, uh, whether we were at the gym or in our house gym, we had to come up with a program that we could be consistent with. And that's probably the biggest thing that we, it was, it was consistency. And accountability. You know, some of us are very good at self-accountability. Some of us are very good at saying, I made a commitment to myself that I would do this. So I wake up in the morning, 
I drink 16 ounces of water before going outside and doing X and then come back in and then work out and then the rest of the day having the forefront of your mind that how can I do this in a way that it's also exercise? How can I take something I had a preconceived notion was a chore or a responsibility and say, what can I do to make this into something that will make me healthier? And sometimes it's just breathing differently. Sometimes it's so simple that conscious awareness of your abdomen and how it expands during an inhale and contracts during an exhale and breathing correctly and then that affects your posture and then that affects your mind. And you've got to breathe anyway. So, might as well do it better. Yeah. And and as far as breathing, close your mouth. Breathe through your nose. And try that because most people don't even realize that they spend half the time with their mouth open breathing in and out through their mouth. You're made to breathe through your nose. Your nose is a filtration system. That's what it does. It helps filter that air and goes through your sinuses. It goes through that part of your body so it clears out stuff. But so many people start breathing through their mouth. They become mouth breathers. And mouth breathers are shallow breathers. Yeah, it is really amazing when you create consciousness for any activity. So when I am doing anything, I will count my inhale to the count of eight or 10, and I will count my exhale to the count of 10 or 12 to make it a conscious thought. It helps relax me, it gets the task I'm doing done better, and it's a form of exercise. If you're driving and you happen to notice that your hands are clenching the steering wheel, if you're driving anywhere around South Florida right now or in the snow or in, you know, there's reasons to clench because there's scary things happening all around you. Instead, make it intentional and tighten your hands on the steering wheel and then relax them. And as you relax them, your shoulders go down. And as you relax them, you breathe differently. And now you've done something better. And as far as what do we do? People want to know what we do. And this is not an advertisement for those companies, but I'm just letting you know what we use. We use Beachbody On Demand. And uh, we use that. We And they that was, and before Beachbody On Demand came out, we used some of the Beachbody programs. Sean T was one of our, our, our great instructors. Uh, we did Insanity for three years, people. Three years we did Insanity. After Wendy had heard her back, we needed something to build core strength. And we started with that. But when they came out with Beachbody On Demand, it has many different types of programs. Some, some are weightlifting programs. Some are aerobic exercise programs. There's stretching programs. There's okay. yoga programs. There's Pilates programs. There's a combination of yoga Pilates programs. There, there's, there's dance programs. There's so many possibilities in that one program for $100 a year. And you can take that with you anywhere because you can play it on your iPad. You can play it on your phone. But there's that made it portable for us. That was a portable program that we took with us everywhere. And it's, and there were programs we went where we carried weights with us everywhere. There were programs where we just carried a 
a mat. There's programs where we carried steps with us. So there's lots of different possibilities and we mix it up because we do different things so we don't get bored with it and stop doing it. And so we don't want that, we keep ourselves active with it. And there's also another program, a stretching program called Romwod, R-O-M-W-O-D. And this was actually introduced us for one of the Grand Prix riders said, oh, I use this every day. And it's a very simple stretching program. It's 15 to 20 minutes daily, and it has a warrior day, which is 45 minutes. But it's great stretching. And it's and maybe, yeah, maybe, tw- yeah, and breathing. It's maybe 12 minutes of stretchings, but then there's, it takes four minutes where they just have you lay down and just, just lay there and and just get into your body and notice how it's different. It gives you a chance to just shut off and internalize a little bit, feel what you feel inside or just go somewhere else. But that that's, it's just four minutes of just you. And we'll take bands with us so that a tree becomes something to work out with, with resistance. Or if you're, on the road, you can stand next to your car and attach it. You could, there's so many ways. We invite you from listening here to begin to understand that this body that you have requires attention before and to prevent and to recover. And I will say that having 42 years into practice, I am stronger and I'm enjoying it more because I know if I'm going to lift a horse's leg up to my shoulder and I know if I'm going to protract it and bring that out and I know when the puppies that I work on weigh 100 pounds, you know, and 160 pounds the other day, that I can have the core strength and the flexibility to make sure that it is a healthy and and beneficial experience for all of us so like i said previously get with the program find one that works for you find one that keeps your interest and do it and if you need our input you can always reach out we're happy to help this is dr wendy corin this is dr dave lindquist and this is an equiline podcast